listening to the Not Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Not Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. We're going to go ahead and dive into our Week 11 rankings and matchup discussion. As always, you're joined by your hosts, Bob and Dan. Dan, what up? What up, Bob? Nothing much, man. Just watching Rowdy Bobby Tonian score a touchdown <laughs> yeah. here as we're getting That's ready to record. That's a great name. That's a, that is a Greg name right there. Hanging out with Bobby Tonian. <laughs> the game breaker. <laughs> yeah. Game break Bobby Tonian. <laughs> so as we normally do. Where, where, does, where, where do we have Tonian ranked this week, Bob? I think he was 14 this week. <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he as deep as a sleeper as that Antonio Brown guy? Boy, he was hot last week, right? Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to ask Craig when he joins us <laughs> what he thinks of that deep pool. He's uh, like, I'm sure he had Bobby Tonian on his radar <laughs> going into the draft app tonight, but, you know, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately we're recording during the game, so you couldn't pull the Bobby Tonian pick. Right. So, yeah, as we normally do, we're recording as the Thursday night game is going on. Um, but we'll be going through each of the positional rankings this week. We'll give our top 12 and a sleeper. And then we'll bring on uh, John and Craig to do our getting drafty on the draft app segment. Uh, get a recap from Dan as to what happened last week. And then we'll get ready for our week 11 contest. Uh Dan, I don't know if you're getting hit with it, man, but we've been getting hit with a nice little ice and snowstorm here in Pittsburgh. It's been yeah. lovely. Yeah, it, it's been the same here. Uh, and, and unfortunately, uh, I'm hitting a flight in the morning. So, <laughs> yeah, this could get interesting. That's right. You're going down with the dust down to Jacksonville for the uh, weekend, right? That's right. The double D. Uh, it's getting ready to become a married man. So we'll be going down to Jacksonville. I'll be live on the scene for your Pittsburgh Steelers Jacksonville Jaguars game. Yeah, so I'll be doing the Sunday show flying solo this week. But be fun. Uh, hopefully you guys have a good time and watch the Steelers absolutely slaughter the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm hoping for it. And the unfortunate thing is, is that it was the 820 game. My understanding now, it's no longer the 820 game, and uh, it'll be starting at 1 o'clock. As a person that um, likes the early games, I'm cool with it. But yeah, if I was going, <laughs> if I was going, I would prefer it to be a night game, especially on a Sunday. Oh! Sorry, that's our Russie just Russie just literally hit somebody in the back of the helmet with a football. <laughs> yeah, we've we've got a heavy investment in this game tonight in our dynasty league, and Dan's uh, going against pretty much every Green Bay Packer in our league of records. So <laughs> that's so, right. So we've got this game on the background, but um, Dan, you ready to jump in and get started with our quarterback rankings? Let's do it, Bobby. All right, I'll go ahead and read the top 12, give our sleeper, and then we'll give some feedback uh, pertaining to the matchups. One, Patrick Mahomes away, Rams. Two, Drew Brees home, Eagles. Three, Cam Newton away, Lions. Four, Jared Goff home, Chiefs. Five, Carson Wentz away, Saints. Six, Andrew Luck home, Titans. Seven, Aaron Rodgers looking good so far against the Seattle Seahawks. Following that, eight, Russell Wilson home against the Packers. Nine, Big Ben away, Jaguars. Ten, Deshaun Watson away, Redskins. Eleven, Matt Ryan home, Cowboys. Twelve, Mitchell Trubisky home, Vikings. And our sleeper this week, Dak Prescott away against the Falcons. Dan, initial thoughts on the rankings for the quarterbacks this week? 
Well, it is not looking too hot for the Rust Bust right now. Uh, he is he has not looked too sharp uh, so far this game. Uh, missed a wide open Doug Baldwin down the middle of the field. Yeah, he was first wide open. They had to settle for a for a field goal. And uh, I mean, this is a game that could get nasty quick. And uh, I mean, it, it really could be a situation where if they score another TD here, uh, it's they have no choice but to put it on Russell Wilson's back which hurts uh, all those people who played Chris Carson, like myself, who started off his series with a fumble. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but I think this is actually, Bob, going to be one of those few times that you and I get to talk positively about Dak Prescott. He's been really taking a beating this year in terms of fantasy value. Uh, and I think this could be a... Uh, a time where he kind of s- turns it all around. I mean, he, this is a perfect matchup for him. Um, it is a situation where, uh, I don't know, this change of scenery for Amari Cooper has been spectacular, right? I mean, this is something that I, I didn't really expect. And uh, I, I think he and Dagger are, are starting to get it going. And, and the other thing is, is that he might not have very many other receivers on that team, Bob, but Dak has uh, Zeke. Uh, who has been getting it done through the air. He's becoming a, a better receiver this season. They're asking him to do a whole lot more of that. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Dak break into the top 10 here, actually. Yeah, you know what? It's funny you say that. I think when we were going through the rankings initially, the thought was to put him in that 10 to 12 range. Um, but we ended up using him as a sleeper because, the, I mean, depending on most leagues, he's possibly on waivers or just being picked <laughs> mm-hmm. up this week. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he's got the perfect matchup. Atlanta's bottom three against Corey quarterbacks in our league of record and uh, i mean to your point amari cooper is being used like we thought he should have been used in oakland um and when you've got an elite back like zeke elliott that play action passing game is always going to be present um so i just think it's a recipe for success atlanta's just awful uh you know defensively so i think you're going to notice a a fair amount of cowboys in, in the discussion this week so yeah, they could not. I mean, they can stop Baker Mayfield last week, and now you get uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, and uh, it is a situation where, uh, I mean, this game could be a shootout. But, you know, all the games we thought were going to be shootouts last week weren't. So uh, who knows? Who knows what these, how these games are going to go? Uh, it should be another interesting week. Yeah, I mean, one game, I mean, not that you need us to justify Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff being within the top five, but just so you guys are aware, this game has a 63.5 point total when I look this morning. And it's in L.A. now, so I mean, <laughs> field conditions should not be an issue at all. Uh, here, I mean, you and I, this is the one, I think this was the one point that you and I kind of had a, a little bit of debate over, uh, and it's who's going to be, who is number one. Uh, and I, you you made a, a good case for Mahomes, uh, and one of those things is that point total. Uh, the guy, I don't know, I, I thought maybe should be, you know, that I had some strong feelings about, uh, but the consensus came out, Mahomes, number one, uh, was Drew Brees. Uh, man, this guy is hot right now. This guy, in terms of fantasy, is so uh, – Drew Brees, he's so hot right now. <laughs> Real dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, I mean, him and Michael Thomas and Kamara are. I mean, it, it, this is kind of what we expected this offense to look like uh, when Ingram came back. Yeah, I mean, here's two things. If you want to look at breakdown between Mahomes and Drew Brees, so over the past two games, the Rams have allowed seven passing TDs to both Brees and Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes is playing just as good as those. But to your point. 
if you look at Drew Brees, the Eagles secondary is completely banged up, and Brees has been cooking lately with seven passing TDs in the last two games. So, I mean, I wouldn't doubt if Drew Brees finishes one, but I, you know, the matchup for Mahomes is also good. I mean, if you have either one of these two, you got to be licking your chops this week. Right. It's going to be interesting to see uh, which one of these goes. Which one of these go guys goes at which time when we get drafty a little later, Bobby? Yeah, uh, I I know I've got my eyes on those guys. And if you realize, Dan, <laughs> we've got the Rams against the Chiefs and the Eagles against New Orleans. Both quarterbacks are top five this week. Wow. So we're expecting yeah, some it, big things from all four of those quarterbacks. I mean, I think a lot of people are just get, ex, expecting a lot of scoring out of those games uh, and watch it turn into that Washington-Tampa Bay game that we had <laughs> yeah. last week, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, real quick before we do move on to other quarterbacks, uh, since you know we're, we're on those two games, Carson Wentz, he's facing a Saints team that is bottom two against defenses, uh, or a bottom two defense against quarterbacks in our league of record, and he's had at least two passing touchdowns every game since week four. So, I mean, that's pretty darn consistent, even though it seems like he's maybe flying a little under the radar because he's not having as prolific of a season as he did last year before right. he was injured. But just a right. reminder, he's been really good. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I think he has been underrated this season. Uh, we just haven't seen him kind of put up the same kind of gaudy numbers that these other guys have been putting up. Right. But, uh, it, I, I think it's nothing more than that. It, it's just that these other quarterbacks are having such stellar seasons uh, that unfortunately uh, Mr. Wentz is kind of becoming an afterthought, which is weird because it's Carson Wentz, right? Yep, exactly. And, <laughs> and if you look at our rankings, this is the exact reason why I decided to finally really wait on quarterbacks. And Cam was, I believe, my eighth round pick, seventh round pick. Look, yeah. look at the top five. Pat Mahomes, Drew Brees probably was an earlier pick. Cam Newton, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Andrew Luck. I mean, those weren't guys going in the you know third round like you were seeing with uh, Aaron Rodgers, fourth round Tom Brady. So, I mean, this, this list shows you can really wait and get great quarterbacks. And there's still a ton on waivers that we didn't even mention here. Yeah, the earlier pick. I like that one, Bob. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this is the deepest that... Uh, I, this is by far the deepest position in fantasy right now, uh, and you're you're getting stellar play out of a lot of guys. I, I mean, I think you kind of expected the the typical top ten guys to kind of come out and do their thing. And I'm talking about like Drew Brees, Cam Newton, you know, to a certain degree, Andrew Luck, Russell Wilson, Big Ben. Uh, but if you look at this, how many first year, second year quarterbacks are we kind of looking at right now? Um, geez, Doug Baldwin, you idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that, that are just, you know, having monster years. Uh, you know, obviously Patrick Mahomes, um, but Jared Goff. Uh, Carson Wentz, getting there, Trubisky, uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Yeah, I mean this 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 year, uh, quarterback I think has taken a a deep 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 dive, not in terms of there's a lot of there's it's a deep position and. It's a young position right now, and I think that's what the, kind of the rankings are reflecting. Yep. So that covers our Week 11 quarterback rankings. Let's go ahead and move on to running backs. Number one, Todd Gurley, home Chiefs. Two, Zeke Elliott, away Falcons. 
three Kareem Hunt away Rams, four Saquon Barkley home Buccaneers, five Melvin Gordon home Broncos, six Christian McCaffrey away Lions, seven David Johnson home Raiders, eight Alvin Kamara home Eagles, nine James Conner away Jaguars, 10 Aaron Jones away Seahawks, 11 Mark Ingram home Eagles, 12, Philip Lindsay away, Chargers. And our sleeper this week's Alex Collins, home against the Bengals. Dan, what are your thoughts on the running backs this week? That's a deep sleeper right there. <laughs> that's, a right? T- that's, that's a that's a Todd nap. That's, yeah, that's a Toddy nap. You wake up with one sandal. <laughs> he fell so deep asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, someone stole my shoe. Yeah, and, and it's it, that that's a deep, 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 deep hole. Uh, I think this is this is. I was thinking about this, man. This is a deep, deep young position again now here too, and that's the way the running back has been going. Um, yeah, this is just one of those I think bust out Saquon Barkley games. I, I think Bob, what do you think? Could this be our first hundred hundred game? Hundred right. receiving, hundred rushing. I, I think this this probably could be it. Very well, uh, could be. And I think this is just because the matchup. Eli Manning looked okay, um, but I'm actually Bob. In this game we're watching right now, uh, it looks like Rashad Petty is just taking over. Uh, I mean, it's been four or five rushing plays right here where he's just been taken at Carson's taking a bench. Uh, so I'm just basically complaining, but <laughs> at the same time, uh, you know who who wasn't drafted in the draft app last week, which I found shocking. Who was that, Dan? Zeke. No one grabbed Zeke. Uh, it was a situation where I was like, what? No Zeke. And uh, I, I think this is a week that uh, this is a week that you need to grab Zeke because <laughs> uh, another just monster mashup. Uh, this is another potential Hunter Hunter game right now. I can't wait for it to happen. I, I want it to happen so bad. Uh but I think this week, Barkley and Zeke definitely have a chance to do that 100-100 move. Yeah, so listen to some stats. So for Zeke, he's playing Atlanta Falcons. In our league of record, they give up 30.7 points to running backs in our league of record. Goodness. And then Tampa, Tampa Bay allows at least 99 scrimmage yards to running back over the last four games. And with him being as elite of a pass catcher in the backfield as possible, you're right. Both of those guys are going to be forcing themselves into possible 100-100 games just based on the defenses they're playing. I mean, I think this is probably one of the better chances. I, I thought last week McCaffrey could do it. Uh, it. It looked pretty close. He looked like he was and, going to. <laughs> right. Uh, and the other one potential, we got three potential guys. I David Johnson. Yeah. Definitely uh, close to it last week. I think one yard off the rushing and a couple yards off the receiving. But Yeah, he had 183 uh, he scrimmage yards last game, so he was very he, close. He gets... He gets Oakland this week, so there's another one right there. Uh, those those three guys, I, I'm looking for huge games out of uh, Johnson, uh, Zeke, and San Juan. And well, what about Christian McCaffrey, who has seven combined touchdowns over the last three weeks, and his lowest touch total over that time is 18 touches in a game. <laughs> yeah, well, don't don't get me wrong. I'd love to see that, Bob, for sure. I mean, uh, that that's, <laughs> I mean, both of us would, right? That's the type of workload that. Coach Ron Rivera teased in the preseason. Everybody said, nah, they're never going to give him that much work. Well, they got rid of nope, C.J. Anderson. Yeah. yeah, he's getting that many touches for sure. 
I mean, yeah, there's just so many good running back matchups this week. I know I'm going to be feasting on the draft app on some of these matchups. I mean, whew. yeah, I, I, this is going to be interesting to see kind of where these backs go uh, for sure. Uh, I mean, interested? Are you are you concerned at all about these the two Saints in the top uh, top twelve here, Bobby? Um, so, I mean, Kamara is almost matchup proof, regardless right. of Ingram being back. I'm just buying into. It. I think this game that they had last week just maybe was the trigger that's going to get their offense in full gear with both running backs. Um, Philadelphia's defense on paper looks tough against the run. But they're really starting to get banged up here lately, and uh-huh. I, I'm just thinking that they're. It's just going to look a lot like how it did last year, where right, and with Drew Brees' passing, with the weapons he has, with the running game. I mean, I, I, I'm just believing in both of them now. If I was worried about one, it's it's going to be Ingram over Kamara because Kamara is just <laughs> scoring touchdowns at an elite rate this year. Right. Um, but I'm just buying into what they did last year. So, or I'm sorry, last week. I mean, so, I mean, I, I totally get where you're coming from on that. But that, that that was my thought process going into the rankings this week. Also, love to see Philip Lindsay come back. There's a big, big trade in the one league that I'm in uh, with Philip Lindsay involved, which which was crazy. And I'll we'll talk to you about it uh, later, Bob. But uh, I think maybe this guy's starting to get the recognition he deserves. I, I think he is the the clear number one Royce Freeman spot, which I think a lot of people were expecting him to kind of jump in here and take this over. Uh, I think he's the back. Uh, I've been saying it all season long. Uh, this guy just runs with, with purpose. I mean, it looks like he shot out of the can and they're shot out of a cannon every time he touches the ball. Uh, he's not one of those tentative runners. He's not a Le'Veon Bell, James Conner type runner where maybe they wait a little bit. This guy's just gets the ball and he's gone. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm excited to see what he can do this weekend too. Yep. Yeah. And uh, just real quick, Dan, before we move on, uh, Aaron Jones at 10. He's already hit pay dirt as we're recording this. I mean. Um, yeah, I was trying not to talk about that. Thanks. Yeah, I just <laughs> figured I'd, I'd twist the knife a little bit for you. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Craig is enjoying it. it. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. Yep. So, um, it, it, real quick, Alex Collins. I know we we mentioned it earlier. Um, v- very deep sleeper. Um, Cincinnati's defense has looked awful. They're bottom three against running backs. He's had low rushing totals over the past two games, but he has found the end zone. So I think that's where the thought process was: is banking on him finding his way yep. to the end zone again. So for sure. All right, Dan, let's go ahead and move on to our wide receivers for Week 11. Number one, Michael Thomas, home, Eagles. Two, Odell Beckham, easy for me to say, home against the Buccaneers. Three, DeAndre Hopkins, away, Redskins. Four, Tyreek Hill, away, Rams. Five, Antonio Brown, away, Jaguars. Six, Adam Thielen, a little dinged up, so we're going to keep an eye on that, but we have him at Mm -hmm. six, away against the Bears. Seven, Devontae Adams, away, Seahawks. Eight, Brandon Cooks, home, Chiefs. Nine, Julio Jones, home against the Cowboys. Ten, Robert Woods, home against the Chiefs. Eleven, Keenan Allen, home against the Broncos. Twelve, Amari Cooper, away, Falcons. And our sleeper, Sterling Shepard, home against Tampa Bay. Dan, thoughts on the wide receiver rankings? I, I think Michael Thomas, Bob, is just maybe turning into our Todd Gurley of uh, of wide receivers. Uh, I, I just don't think there's ever going to be a time where I have any kind of doubt in this guy. You know what I mean? It's just going to be uh, – he is definitely one of those just set it and forget it. Uh, 
wide receivers at this point. I mean, the dude has just been spectacular this season. Over the last two games, Dan, 300 receiving yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> oh, big TD by Doug Baldwin. Yep, Russell Wilson getting in for a touchdown. So, yep. you know, that's why I, I believe we had questions uh, this week, or it might have been on Twitter. I can't, I can't remember, but um, something surrounding dropping Doug Baldwin. And, and I was just like, it, it, even though he hasn't been playing well the past couple of seasons, they they get on a heater in the second half of the season. So, I mean, oh, yeah, for who, sure. Who knows? This could be the start of it. But. And then, who you know who else is on a heater right now, Bobby? It is Mr. Odell Beckham. Uh, uh-huh. I, I don't think this guy can complain anymore. Right. Uh, they are just going to him nonstop. Uh, and it's working. It's working. I mean, his his complaining is was warranted, and he appears to be completely 100% correct because when you get him the ball, when you get Sanquan the bar, ball, uh, when you're going through these big playmakers, you're going to win games. You're going to be involved in games. Maybe you're not going to win them, but you're at least going to be in them. Uh, so – uh, this guy's been on fire lately. Uh, you know, he was my first round draft pick. I went big, big name receiver in the first round in our league of record. Uh, had a little bit of a slow start. I was kind of second guessing myself, but boys, he made up with it, made up for it with these last couple games. Yeah, and I mean, he gets at least nine targets in every game this year, so you know the targets are there. And, and now he gets to feast on that Tampa Bay secondary. Yeah, and he's getting a great streak of 100 yards or a scoring touchdown. I mean, it's just like anything this guy is doing, even though he's not playing on a great team. I mean, <clears throat> the past, let's just go the past three games. We had a buy in between this. Atlanta, 8 for 143 and 1. Washington, 8 for 136. Last week against San Fran, 4 for 73 and 2. I mean, he's just bound to break big plays or score touchdowns with that much of a workload. Yeah. I mean, everyone was kind of worried about him maybe in the beginning of the season. He was being frustrated. You know, they're not on a, he's not on a great team right now. Uh, but I think what he's shown this season is that even though he's not surrounded by elite talent, he is elite talent. So don't so don't second guess him. I I fell into the trap early. I was worried about him. Uh, I'm done worrying about Mr. Beckham at this point. Yeah, Dan, I want to move down to number four, Tyreek Hill. Did you know he's the league leader in multi-touchdown receiving games this year? <laughs> wow, no, I didn't. That's a fun fact about me. <laughs> I mean, with with a 63.5 point total <laughs> and his speed and his his probability of breaking a long play, Yeah. Uh, boy, he's just uh, – he's – I mean – all the big name receivers that we have here are just almost locked and loaded. I mean, right. we, we have Antonio Brown at five, and he scored at least one touchdown in every game but one with four touchdowns over the past three weeks. I don't care that he's playing Jalen Ramsey. He's going to score a touchdown this week. And you know what? I'm done worrying about that, too. This <laughs> isn't the same Jacksonville defense that was shutting people down. Uh, this is a different Jacksonville defense. Uh, I, I, I I'm not I'm not worried about that anymore. I was worried about it last season because they've showed up. Now watch this completely come back and bite me. But still, at the same time, uh, I, I'm all I, I'm not worried about it. I think at this point, any of these top five guys could be number one and renumber them all. Uh, but to be honest with you, I'm looking at this right now. The only one I could be really concerned about making that jump is Tyreek Hill. And if we can just talk about Tyreek Hill for a second. Whenever you and I took over that fantasy team, 
Uh, I don't know about you. Uh, that dynasty team, uh, the my <laughs> the player I was most excited about was getting Tyreek Hill early, yeah. having him young, and not having to worry about a number one wide receiver for for quite some time. Yeah. And now that he's been paired with Mahomes, he has been nothing but spectacular. Yeah, I mean he's awesome. Uh, I can already tell you, so barring anything unforeseen, I he's going to be my keeper next year in our league of record, fourth round. I mean, right? What a bargain! Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, right now, outside any kind of Steeler, probably my favorite player in the league too. Yeah, he, he's just fun to watch because he's that rare like. Okay, over his past like two years, his rookie year and then last year. It was the concern was well he just scores long touchdowns that's that's not likely to continue but every year yeah, yeah it's continued <laughs> and that could be a short like three yard slant route that he just blows I, I just remember I think it was the Patriots game where he scored the three touchdowns mm-hmm. there was that play where the guy was like running right next to him and he turned and sort of looked at him and he was completely right. gone like yep so I mean it's just yeah he's fun to watch and that offense is fun to watch. Um, Dan, we're uh, I think we're buying in on Brandon Cooks here taking over as the one with Cup out. I think last game he had uh, 10 receptions, but over the past two games he's been over 100 yards with two total touchdowns against the Chiefs. I mean, uh, I'm seeing 100 yards and a touchdown this week for Mr. Cooks. I mean, I'll be I'll be honest. I kind of thought he was the number one even with Cooper Cup out. I, I know Cooper Cup, you know, has maybe a little bit of a better rapport with. Uh, you know, golf than uh, Cooks does, but uh, I think they signed him to that long extended deal for a reason. And I think we're finally starting to see why. Uh, I really like Cooks down the line. I think he's going to be money in the playoffs. I think you're going to be very happy with your team if you've got Cooks in the playoffs. And I hope we are very happy with our team if we get into the playoffs, Bob, because we've got actually Hill and Cooks, some way, somehow, we're able to, to, to manage that that was uh some key some shrewd gming on our part for sure yeah we need it because our running backs outside of mccaffrey are not pretty yeah not too good yeah let's talk about the last two on our list the number 12 amari cooper to me he's finally being targeted consistently like a number one and he's playing the second worst defense against wide receivers in our league of record the atlanta falcons so it's sort of piggybacks off of what we said about Dak. The matchup's just there, and his usage is where it needs to be for a top 12 type of week this week. Yeah, what it makes me wonder is is that what was going on in Oakland? You know what I mean? Like this season, he just did not look like – I mean, even the year before, he wasn't spectacular. But this year, it just seemed like he was kind of s- slowed down. He really wasn't there. And now this change of scenery has kind of just completely you know, revamped him. I mean, it's, it's completely changed the way I think he's been playing. Yeah, I mean, he just looks to – I almost wonder if it um... – you know, it is Derek Carr after too, that injury just too hasn't... many Gruden grinders. <laughs> yeah, maybe he wasn't grinding as uh, as much as he could for Gruden. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Dan, our sleeper Sterling Shepard. I mean, this is one where you're looking specifically at the matchup. Um, yep. He came through late last week against the 49ers. If not, he gave you nothing. But yep. Tampa Bay's bottom four in our league record against pass catchers. So um, you got to think that there's a high probability that he. Um, finds his way into some production, if not into the end zone. So, Yep, for sure. Um, so, yeah, Dan, let's go ahead then and move on to the tight ends. And 
The first two were always going to be the same, although I, I think Old Ertz, reliable. Ertz is playing well enough where we could be thinking of him as number one. But right now we have Travis Kelsey one away against the Rams. Two, Zach Ertz away against the Saints. Three, Greg Olson away against the Lions. Four, Evan Ingram home against Tampa Bay. Five, O.J. Howard away against the Giants. Six, Jumpin' Jack Doyle, home against the Titans. Seven, Trey Burton, home against the Vikings. Eight, Jimmy Graham, away, Seahawks. Nine, Eric Ebron, home against the Titans. Ten, Austin Hooper, home against the Cowboys. Eleven, Vance McDonald, away, Jaguars. Twelve, Jeff Hireman away against the Chargers. And our sleeper, we made this change after we originally did our uh, rankings, but we're going to go with Gerald Everett. Rams, home against the Chiefs. So, Dan, thoughts on the tight ends? I I think Gerald Everett was somebody that you and I were kind of like, yeah, mm, hmm. Uh, But, you know, I think the argument for Gerald Everett is uh, he has been the better producing Rams tight end. Um, I get that you don't get a lot of action out of the tight ends in LA, or at least you didn't before now their third option or one of their main options in the passing game is no longer there in Cooper Cup. Uh, so it's either going to be the other receiver or it's going to be one of the tight ends. I think this is a sleeper because I think it's a true, bo- true boom bust. Right. Uh, either he could come out and he could be spectacular. Uh, he could score a touchdown again or he could be uh, a complete Dudley and we'll just kind of have to take it on the chin with that. But uh, I think in terms of the worst position in fantasy or the most <laughs> difficult the most difficult to kind of uh, get any kind of production of uh, why not take a risk on this guy you know what I mean what's the what are you, what's the downside you're gonna miss out on on a potential you know three-point performance from uh, Jeff Howerman or you know you don't know which one of these guys is gonna hit if they're gonna hit at all uh, so why not kind of shoot for the moon with Gerald Everett? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. And if, um, you know, if the absence of Cooper Cup gets the uh, Everett more involved, especially in the red zone where Cup was a nice target for uh, Jared Goff, I mean, you know, why? like you said, that's why we call them sleepers. Sometimes we're going to give right. you ones that, okay, yeah, I could see that happening. But this one's a true, if, if you want to just take a flyer, this is the kind type of guy you take a flyer right. on. So. Um, Dan, three, we got Greg Olson. Uh, Greg. I expect a bounce back from the entire Carolina offense this week against the Lions. I think it's a get-right yep. matchup. Uh, the Steelers were just – I mean, they're on such a roll right now, and I, and I know right. it's going to sound like Homer talk, but they really are on Don't a complete care. roll. They are on a roll. They're playing spectacular. The defense is, is finally coming together. Uh, you know, as a Steeler fan, I, I think you and I – uh, have got to be kind of happy with the way that things have developed so far this season. Um, but here's the other thing is, uh, I, I, I think that there is a good chance uh, that Greg uh, gets back to kind of where he's been, and he's been spectacular. Uh, the other two, the two guys at top, uh, I think they're interchangeable. Uh, and frankly, I might like Ertz a little bit more this week just because he's playing New Orleans. But uh, Travis Kelsey has just been Mr. Reliable. Uh, right. The other the other name that really jumps out to me, someone we always talk about, is O.J. Howard. Uh, I, I think this game could be potentially a shootout. Uh, and I think he's become the most reliable receiver on that team. Uh, despite his dud that he threw up last week, uh, I think he's 
one of the more reliable receivers. I like him better than Deshaun Jackson. I obviously like him better than Cameron Bright. Uh, it's actually kind of like a coin flip at this at this point between him and Mike Evans because especially it seems like when Mike Evans throws up a dud, so does O.J. Howard, even though, uh, you know, Fitzmagic can throw up 400 yards <laughs> like it's nothing. Yeah, right. And and New York over the past four games gives up like right where his sweet spot was outside of last game. They give up at least 50 receiving yards to the tight end over the last four games. And pretty much before last week's dud, he was four to five to six receptions, 40 to 60 yards. That's right in that sweet spot of uh, what they're giving up. So, yeah, I expect him to bounce back completely. Uh, Evan Ingram might be a little aggressive, but once again, we're targeting the matchup. Tampa Bay is bottom Mm -hmm. two against tight ends. So, while Ingram's sort of been under the radar, not performing up to the level that he did last year, I think this is a chance for him to... Uh, show up a little bit and, and get into the end zone specifically. Um, Dan, Eric Ebron, um, I guess at some point... Here, here's a question. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, what's the over-under on Eric Ebron uh, <laughs> in terms of touchdowns? What's the over? We'll set the over-under at number at two. Is he over that or under that? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's under. I think he gets one this week, but I think that's that's almost the point is we just got to realize that this guy scores touchdowns. I mean, that's just I, what I, he does. <laughs> What are the chances he gets another rushing touchdown, Bob? Zero. Oh, Chris point. Carson with a touchdown. Oh, uh, Dan, Dan getting excited. <laughs> yeah. The comeback is on. Yeah. Um, yeah, he won't rush for one, but I think in the red zone, obviously he's a target. So I still like Jack Doyle better the rest of the year because he just runs more routes. But, boy, the routes that Eric Ebron runs, he runs them into the end zone. So <laughs> uh, I've seen several trades that people have kind of tossed my way. Uh, just say, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Uh, where, where Eric Ebron is involved. And I said, you, you know that's Eric Ebron, right? Uh, it's it, He's about as hot as he's ever been uh, right now. And then I said, well, what about Jack Doyle? And some people are like, oh, yeah, Jack Doyle. I'm like, oh, yeah, Jack Doyle. You don't forget about Jack Doyle. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I like Doyle, I think, more than Ebron. Uh but you know what? The thing is, is that Ebron's been playing better than Doyle, even though Doyle's been banged up. Well, so here's the thing. I, 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 he has been playing better, but we're equating that to touchdowns. Jack Doyle's just been on the field running more routes. So I think eventually that those routes are going to turn into touchdown opportunities for him. But that doesn't mean Ebron's going away. Ebron's a clear threat in the red zone. So that's right. why I think pretty much you're going to see both of them in the top 10 if they're if they're healthy. I don't see any reason why not. Eric Ebron, hot route. <laughs> little little <laughs> Eric hot route. <laughs> um, so, Dan, I mean, one more I want to talk about uh, is Jeff Hireman. Um, last game before the bye, he was 10 for 83 and 1. He scored two touchdowns over the previous two games. And maybe he's just going to be more involved now that they got rid of Thomas. So, I mean, he's still on the waivers in our league. But, you know, if you're dealing with a crappy tight end or you're dealing with bye weeks, I mean, and you likely are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? If he's scoring touchdowns, and maybe this is just going to be a role he's involved. I don't, I don't see ten for eighty-three, but what I, what I do see a possibility of is four for fifty, and maybe a chance of a touchdown somewhere in that yep. range. I'm, I'm also pretty excited about the the move we made earlier tonight. Uh, so far, with swapping out Jimmy, Mr. Graham, uh, for uh, Vance McDonald. Uh, Vance McDonald's been coming on. Uh, and I expect it to kind of continue. 
uh, here against Jacksonville. Yeah, I just think we, we had a gut. So you know, normally we try to follow our rankings, but it's not like our rankings were very far off. We had Jimmy at 8 and Vance at 11. Right. And I think, Dan, the conversation came down to, boy, we have a lot going on the Thursday, Thursday night, night game. Right. Do we really want to, you know, what happens if it it doesn't look like it's going to be a low-scoring game? But nope. You know, the luxury of having Vance McDonald, who, you know, like I said, the Steelers' offense is about playing as good as any offense. For sure. Why not try and ride that hot streak? We haven't had a chance to really play him this year, so why not? So I'm glad we did make that move as well. So. For sure. Dan, let's close things up by going over our defensive rankings for Week 11. Number one, we've got the Cardinals home against the Raiders. Two, Ravens home against the Bengals. Three, the Steelers away Jacksonville. Four, the Chargers home against the Broncos. Five, Bears home against the Vikings. Six, Panthers home against the Lions. Seven, Texans away Washington. Eight, Vikings away Chicago. Nine, Titans away against the Colts. 10 Redskins home against the Texans, 11 Colts home against the Titans, 12 Seahawks home against the Packers, and our sleeper this week is the Saints home against the Eagles. And Dan, initial thoughts on the defensive rankings this week. Well, the Seahawks could be dropping out of that number 12 spot quick, Bobby. Uh, yeah, but I, it's funny because I think whenever we release our rankings out to Twitter, that's the one that always gets the first response. Is like, oh, you have this or you have that. Try ranking defenses, especially on bye weeks. <laughs> right. right. It, it's not easy. It, it's not easy, and especially with the way that the NFL is. Uh, I mean, last week where we had the Jets at, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and look what the Buffalo Bills did against the Jets. And, and people were like, I can't believe you had it ranked like that. Like, what else are you supposed to do? Get out your crystal ball and watch the games. If that was the way, my record would be a whole heck of a lot better than it is right now, Bob. But here's the thing. Uh, I really like the Ravens this week. Uh, obviously, like the Steelers this week. Uh, also actually really love the Panthers this week. Home game against Detroit. Uh, Stafford's good for an interception, possibly good for a fumble. Uh, and if they get off to a rough start, uh, they're not going to be scoring a lot of points, although you might get some action in garbage time. But I think the Panthers this week are pretty underrated. Uh, I think they could have a chance to kind of be that surprise defense of the week to work themselves into that top top five area. Yep. Uh, and, and I think the cart, I think it's becoming, you know, where the Buffalo Bills used to be the no brainer defense. Uh, you know, you play a defense playing Buffalo because it's a no brainer. Now that Nate Peterman's gone, uh, Nate Peterman interception police, you can probably just have uh, that Buffalo team replaced with whatever team's playing uh, the Cardinal. I mean, yeah. no. The Raiders. Yeah. Right? And so the Ravens were on the um, waivers in our league of record. And so I I had the Vikings, but I just necessarily didn't need a defense. But then I looked sure. and the Ravens play the Raiders next week. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick two them weeks. Up. Yeah. Right. Get two weeks of usage. So, yeah, I, I looked at that when I decided to pick up the Ravens. I mean, their matchup's great this week, but. Right. Um, yeah, I, I was just like, oh, Raiders. So I totally agree with that sentiment. And really, Dan, the top six are the defenses I feel confident in. 
after that, it's a complete crapshoot to me. I think the Texans will be really strong against the Redskins, so let me correct that. Yep. Alex Smith's just not dynamic enough. We've had him as a sleeper, and I think even ranked within our top 12 the past two weeks, and he's not been able to produce against good or good matchups. So I, I think the Texans are weak. But, yeah, the Vikings, the Titans, the Redskins, the Colts, the Seahawks, they all play relatively tough matchups. So um, it was really tough sort of getting – that bottom half ranked. <laughs> yeah, I actually did a similar thing to you, Bob, is that I uh, saw the Steelers defense sitting there on the waiver wire, and I said, you know what? Uh, don't have a chance to own any other part of that team in fantasy, so I'm going uh, going to go ahead and pick that defense up. And looking ahead to the, off, to the, you know, the teams that they're going to be playing. Oh, their schedule is uh, nice. Yeah, like that a lot going forward. So uh, that's one of those nice things is that if you know, as the bye weeks go by and people drop things and stuff like that, defenses, if you can grab one of those hot D's at, at the right time, uh, it can definitely pay off, especially when you're making that fantasy uh, playoff push. And especially if you've got some depth, uh, like <clears throat> for instance, I, I don't necessarily have the need to start. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is I don't, I have enough depth, I think, on my team right now where it's like my last spot's almost a burner spot. Right. <laughs> and so Jimmy Jimmy Graham's leaving the game. Yeah, I good saw thing it. We, good thing we didn't play it. Yeah, I just saw that. Um, but, yeah, that's where, you know, I could then just look. Oh, is that Valdez Scantling? Sorry, guys. We're, we're Like I said, we uh, – nope, that was Aaron <laughs> Jones. Ooh, never mind. I thought that was 83. Um, but, yeah uh, – I'm at that point now where I can use that burner spot for like more long-term or, or different positional pickups. So that's why I went with the Ravens. Uh, I think you could start sort of peeking into playoffs uh, situations if you look like you're going to be in and can start looking into um, defensive matchups and getting prepared for that. So, so Dan, that looks to cover our Week 11 rankings there. Um, with that in mind, are you ready to get drafty on the draft app? Yes, I am. Gosh darn you, Aaron Jones. <laughs> Let's do it, dude. Getting drafty on draft. It's time for the getting drafty on the draft app segment. Uh, we've been rolling the past couple weeks now that everybody's back in the groove here. And as always, Bob and Dan are joined by our buddies Craig and John, the furniture mover. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you? Starting a new business. John, move that over there now. Come on, move that. Move it. Yeah, John, you're cornering the market on minute, late night 15 moves. Minute union, 15 minute union break. The drafty union break. It's much needed. Well, I'm actually trying to get that implemented at my workplace. Guys, I need a 15 for, for a draft here real quick. So, what is it, August? Yeah, right. So, um, Dan, why get everything set up? Do you want to go ahead and recap what happened in Week 10's contest? Uh, I guess. No, no. I'm getting over sick that. of this. Let me stop. <laughs> it's just getting to be one of the just like the saddest <laughs> weeks. Uh, well, congratulations, John. You got Thanks, another Dan. win. <laughs> I can't believe someone's going to have to write a poem out about you. It's, it's a lot of season to look left. That way. A lot, a lot of season, of season left. left. Uh, who wants to guess who came in second place again? I'm it was me. Dan Benoit? It was me. <laughs> yes. Better than last, Dan. Ben, uh, John came out with uh, 99 points. 
99 points, led by Big Ben on that monster Thursday night game for 35 points for his top scorer. He also had Todd, hot Todd Gurley. Um, Howdy, for, <laughs> James Conner rounded out the the man who took him to victory was Odell Beckham. Uh, and, and then his deep, deep pull, Calvin Ridley, did not come through. No, uh, I came in second with that big game out of Drew Brees. He was my high scorer with 28 points. Uh, Kamara close second with 24. Uh, James White let <laughs> James White. That's who I'm blaming for this second place finish. <laughs> came out and uh, laid a complete dud for five points uh, with the rest Julio, of the Patriots. Julio back-to-back touchdown games is Julio back, gentlemen. I think so. Uh, you called it. Ever, I know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it this week. We'll see how it goes. And then my deep pull, uh, Mr. Williams from the uh, San Diego Chargers, and I'm still calling him San Diego, uh, with um, with not a very good showing at six points. Bob, Big Bowby comes in third place with with a somewhat pedestrian game for Patrick Mahomes for 20 points, but his high score was Mr. Melvin Gordon with 25. San Juan Barkley got him 12. Uh, and then the pairing of the uh, Green Bay Packers receivers uh, did not pay off uh, as expected. Devontae Adams, spectacular game again with 19, but Ben Sir Valdez scandaling only came in with seven. And then bringing up the rear. It's okay. We can move on. Let's get, we can just move on. We're good. <laughs> with by only one point with his deep yeah. pull, only though. one point with, with hey. the deep pull. Uh, with hey. one just monster deep pull with of antonio <laughs> brown who would have ever saw that coming uh but really kind of kind of a, a less than stellar game from cam an okay game from kareem hunt uh, a, actually a better game from who was supposed to be his deep pull, Mr. Mike Davis, and, and then Michael Thomas doing Michael Thomas things and coming out leading Craig's team with 23 points. Uh, but let's see who's going to be the deep pull this week, uh, gentlemen. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard about this guy, but his name's Todd Gurley. So <laughs> you might want to watch out <laughs> Yeah, so right before we came on, we, we sort of came to the agreement. We're going to really set in stone the deep pull and what we're going to do is for our pass catching deep pull we're going to target somebody projected on draft to be lower than 10 points 10 points or lower so um with that in mind gentlemen i'm going to go ahead and send over the invite for week 11 and let me create that and you guys should be getting it here any moment got it come on turn oh nice seeing Devontae adams already over 100 yards (laughs) turn Shut up, John. Go move something. <laughs> You're the worst, John. I need my fridge moved. <laughs> John, you know who would help? Are there any hot dogs draft? in there? Go ahead, John. You son of a gun, you. So, yeah, while we're waiting for it to come up, John is in the one spot. Dan is at his home in second. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just keep the theme going, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm coming in at the third, and Craig is getting the turn, and we're getting started in 20 seconds. So just to remind everybody how the draft works, you get one quarterback, two running backs, and two receiving options. So we can choose from wide receivers or tight ends. And uh, deep pull is 10 points or under projection for the pass catcher so we're getting started in one and john is on the clock hard to pass this game is going to be a lot of fun to watch on monday night i'm taking touchdown daughty girl 
Todd D. Gurley. Wow. What a shocker. It's between two people, and it's hard to pass on. Is that a deep pull? Because I've never heard that guy before. And that joke <laughs> this will deep, never this get old. It's a deep cut, Dan. <laughs> a deep cut. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this guy, this is the guy I think has the best chance to go 100-100 this week. Uh, give me Mr. Barkley. Wow. And I'm riding the hot hand against the awful Falcons. I've got to go Zeke Elliott. I think this yeah. is just going to be another huge game. That was my other. That was my other potential choice for that top overall pick. Is that 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 defense that is right? Defense is horrible, <laughs> terrible, horrible. I'm gonna go with the man who's got me to some good good places, and might as well round it off with another. Yeah, why not? So Craig went Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara, and I'm going with the sudden touchdown machine named Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I'm going with the other guy who I think could go triple digits in two, two separate areas. Uh, This might be a little bit of a stretch, but give me David Johnson. Interesting. And now John is at the turn. I, this game is just so appealing, and I'll take both running backs in it. Yeah. Of course, we're gonna have to wait till Monday night to see what happens with John's team. <laughs> and he has two Late potential blowups. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I have the turn. That's right. <laughs> Oops. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, of course. There's a shocker. Didn't see that one coming. Easy point. I'm going to get me a little bit of this Mr. Nuck. Mine's not updating. Oh, yes. I was hoping he'd fall to me. Give me Odell against the awful Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Craig's back up at the turn. All right. Let's go with... I like that pick, Bob, but I was trying to mix it up a little bit. I can't go all Giants. I'm not John Nolan. <laughs> I'm going to go with the, you know, hopefully back-to-back touchdown keeps him going. Julio. Yeah. Julio Jones. And... I'm going to go with Matty Ice. Do I want to stack that? Yeah, I the think guy I'm, that I wanted for a deep poll was literally 10.0 points. Yeah, 10. I looked at one, one that was like 10.6. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Sorry. I think I'm going to go with Drew. You know what? Screw it. I'm going back with Patrick Mahomes. I just realized he's sitting there. <laughs> I mean, in a 63 you. and a half point total. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. You. All right. Jeez. <laughs> uh... Uh, 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 I'm gonna go with uh, True Trees. Oh, damn you, Dan. In fuego. Yeah. True Drew. Hmm. All right, well, I'm gonna take my deep pull and I'll save my quarterback. Uh, I'm heavily invested in him in season long, and I like his chances against the Bengals this week. I'm going John Brown. Smokey. Do 
do I go back? I can't believe you, you guys took the two quarterbacks I wanted. <laughs> um, you know what? Nope. Never mind. I take that back. I'm going to take Fitz against my G-men. Yeah, Man. high probability he throws for a lot. I was stunning that he didn't throw for a touchdown. 503 yeah. yards and something like that. Man, it's getting... Yeah. Uh, man, these deep pulls are deep. <laughs> I'm going to just grab... Yeah, let's hope for something here. Don't take. And yeah, I was looking at wide receivers, but... Uh... Uh, I'm seeing some tight ends that I'm liking as deep pulls here, and I'm going to go with, once again, against the awful Giants defense, uh, I'm going to no, go O.J. Howard as my oh, deep man. pull. <laughs> I literally had my finger on him. That's all right, Fisher. Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Who is wow, Antonio John. Brown you keep speaking of? I've never heard of such a person. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna Jack Doyle. Jumping Jack. Wow, this is an interesting week for sure. We all have two stud running backs too. That's yeah, running backs are very nice this week. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Wow. So John, you want to get it kicked off with the recap? You're in the one slot. Yeah, hard to pass up on Todd Gurley. Uh, it's hard to pass up on Todd Gurley and then being able to follow it up at the end of the second round with Kareem Hunt. That game is going to be a very exciting game to watch. It's going to be played on a nice, lovely L.A. field on Sunday, on Monday night, and hopefully they can both uh, both land, land some haymakers. So uh, very hard to pass up on Michael Thomas in the third round of the turn there especially with a banged-up secondary in Philadelphia, and they're actually playing in New Orleans, which is uh, generally bodes well for who I would have loved to stack with him, Drew Brees, and uh, and his receiving core. And then uh, I was uh, I was able to follow it up with my deep pull and, and John Brown, uh, who I am heavily invested, as I said, in, in season-long. And then uh, I do think that there's going to be an opportunity for Ryan Fitzpatrick to throw uh, all day long against the Giants. I do think that ends up being a sneaky high-scoring game. Um, That's if the weather holds off in New York. So let's see what happens. All right, Dan, you're up in your home, the second slot. Why don't you go ahead and recap your team? (laughs) (laughs) My number one pick, uh, as we talked before, Bob, I think there are a couple guys this week, running back-wise, uh, that that could have potential 100-100 games. We're looking for it to happen. Uh, it almost happened with a couple guys last week. Uh, these are the two guys that I think I mentioned during our rankings. Number one, Sanquan Barkley. I, I think this matchup plays to all of his strengths. I love him this week. Uh, and the number two is David Johnson. And I think since uh, Byron Leftwich took over the offensive coordinator, you know, uh, duties there, they kind of wanted to get back to the old school David Johnson. Uh, they did that last week. Uh, he looked pretty Greg. Uh, I'm hoping he uh, doubles it up. Dub it. And uh, <laughs> I went with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Dude's on fire. He's unstoppable. Uh, love him this week. Love him every single week. He, he's pretty much a must start in my opinion. Uh, and then Drew Brees did uh, great things for me last week, so I'm going to ride that train again. Uh, like him against Philadelphia. Don't love him. And then my deep pull 
Apple actually is somebody who I'm surprised was projected to believe to be below 10, which was Golden Tate. I get he's on a new team, uh, but I think you can pass on the Saints, and uh, I think he's going to get in the mix here. I actually think he's 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 got a chance to take over. Uh, the receiving core there. I don't think Alshon's the clear number one. Uh, Aguilar has been kind of up and down. Uh, so I, I think this is a wide open receiving core. And I think Tate could kind of step up at this point and take over. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and recap my team. I was drafting out of the three spot and my first oh my pick God. was Zeke Elliott. And I just, the matchup's just insane against Atlanta and he's coming off his best game of the season. So I think he's going to keep it rolling. Followed that up with Mr. Christian McCaffrey, who's been on fire and a surprising touchdown monster after not really scoring the first half of the year against a leaky Detroit Lions defense. Uh, first pass catcher Odell Beckham, once again, picking on Tampa Bay. Your defense is awful, and Odell is on fire. Went with Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback, as John said. I mean, you got a 63 and a half point total projection there's going to be points and it's probably going to be a lot through the air so i like that um and then deep pull oj howard against the giants uh, i think last week was an aberration for him uh giants have been giving up at least 50 receiving yards to tight ends and that's pretty much what he gets with four or five catches and i'm banking on a touchdown so that rounds out my team and Craig, close it up on the turn at the four spot. Sure, yeah. So I started off with uh, Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara. Uh, you know, it's just Gordon's just been consistent all, all year. Love having him on my team. Usually good good production. Same with Kamara. You know, all this matchup at home in New Orleans probably bodes well for him to get some uh, balls thrown to him. Even with the time with Ingram, I think he can still do pretty well. Julio, I think he can keep going with, as my receiver for this week. Can I keep, I keep up on that touchdown pace? And I stacked him with uh, Matty Ice just because I think there's going to be some points being scored and I think he also has some options with um, Ridley and Coleman and their other other pieces Sanu and whatnot against the Dallas defense and then for a deep point with Jack Doyle uh, you know I haven't really gone with a tight end yet this year I think he has some high upside so I think he's got some balls thrown to him yeah, that wraps up our Week 11 Getting Drafty on the Draft App segment. As always, uh, gentlemen, thanks for joining us, and good luck to everybody this week. All right, boys. See you. Hey, All right, good luck, Fisher. gentlemen. Good luck dodging the uh, the Eric Ebron train with Jack Doyle <laughs> there, by the way. And, John, I think your wife's calling. You need to move that fridge right now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, stay safe in the weather because everybody's getting yeah. hit where we're at, so be careful. Breaks over good luck this weekend, dudes. All right, take care. (laughs) Thanks again to our buddies, John and Craig, for jumping on the Getting Drafty on the Draft App segment. We always enjoy bringing the guys on and doing that weekly contest. Dan, I feel it. It's coming soon, man. You're going to get off the schneid here. You've been close the past couple of weeks. so (laughs) Yeah, it comes down to that last game or last couple games, and uh, it gets so close that I – Oh, I gotta win one. I can't get, I can't get goose egg the whole. Year. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got so many second place finishes. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, I mean, if finishing second was first place, Dan, you'd be the champion right now. So, well, thanks, Bob. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, <laughs> just a reminder before we go ahead and close the show that Dan will be live and in color down in Jacksonville this weekend. So, if you're attending the Jaguars game, go ahead and keep an eye out for that crazy man 
Maniac and the rest of the crew. Yeah, I'll be proudly sporting my Troy Polamalu jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just a reminder that I'll be doing the Sunday recap solo. Um, and then, uh, Dan, we're going to have to talk because we've obviously got Thanksgiving coming up next week. So I yep. think the schedule is going to get altered a little bit, but we'll iron that out and communicate that to you guys. But let's go ahead and close the show. So as always, you can join us on Twitter and Instagram at NotTakesFF. That's N-O-T-T-A-K-E-S-F-F. We love interacting. A lot of great support. Uh, just got a shout out uh, earlier today, Dan, before we got on. Um, there was a gentleman, Sam, that uh, has been interacting with us and has followed us here for a while. Gave us a shout out that we're one of the guys that really helped him out uh, a bunch. So, uh, hey, Sam. Man. <laughs> Yeah, Sam, we want to throw back out to you and say thanks for the support, and that's yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah, shout-out, dude. Glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, so, um, you know, he's always uh, participating in the uh, Twitter questions, always interacting with us on the off chance to, to get some fantasy advice. So, Sam Wirtz, appreciate that. Just wanted to give you a shout-out. Feel free to email us, nottakesff at gmail.com. You can visit our podcast homepage, anchor.fm forward slash nottakesff. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash not takes ff you can listen to us there you can follow us there if you follow us there you can do things like leave us voice messages that we can embed in the show you can sort of give us thumbs up and applause during the shows as you're listening to them and, and we get notified of that it's a cool new platform um oh neat but if you want to just find out where exactly else we are available on you can go to that website and it provides you different links we're on 12 different platforms apple apple google spotify podbean stitcher tune in you might have heard of those and much more (laughs) (laughs) you can get links directly there uh, and it'll take you right to the podcast page but uh, we want to shout out to the apple listeners if you listen to us on apple podcast please rate review and subscribe we really appreciate a five-star rating and review those go a long way for us and we're really appreciate appreciative of doing that so if you could spare us a minute give us a five-star rating and review we'd appreciate that greatly but just subscribe any platform you listen on that way you get the shows as soon as they drop but dan before we go ahead and get out of here and you get ready for jacksonville why don't you shout out your brother tom for us yeah it's a uh it's the it's the song that we all uh, you know, listen to as we're getting uh, right into the not takes mood, and as we trail off, do whatever else we're doing, it's what takes us out. Uh, the song's called Alma, written and performed completely by my brother Tom. Uh, and if you like his music, there's a lot of cool stuff and a lot of different stuff out there on his SoundCloud. So uh, look him up. He's that dude Tom, and uh, it is a, uh, a plethora of good listening tunes. Uh, but shout out to my bro for letting us uh, use that song much appreciated man we love it and honestly we've got a lot of people who uh, at least reach out to me and say you know that they love that part of the, the the intro song and the outro song yeah so tom thanks again we appreciate the support once again join us on sunday where we'll go ahead and do the instant review dan you have safe travels and enjoy yourself down in jacksonville my friend thank you sir And I guess I will talk to you not Sunday later, but maybe Tuesday later. Later!